Hello and welcome to Hotbox Extra, as you can perhaps hear already. This isn't your bog-standard hotbox, but a special to mark the passing of one of the great contemporary guitarists, John Abercrombie. He died on the 22nd of August at the age of 72, so we'll take a little time now to listen to some of his work. This is the so-called third quartet, with a track that he wrote himself called Banshee.
That's a pretty good representation, and I might add a very exciting one, as far as I'm concerned, of uh, John Abercrombie's 21st century work. Banshee was the title of that one, from the third quartet of John Abercrombie, with Mark Feldman's violin, Mark Johnson's bass, and Joey Barron was on the drums. Like much, indeed, probably most of his work, it was recorded by Manfred Eicher on the ECM label, starting in 1975 with the album Timeless. He said later that the opportunity to record that album was his first real break, helping him to find his own unique compositional and playing style. Well, Abercrombie was raised in Westchester County, which if you know where that is, it's quite a posh part of New York State, and he attended eventually Berklee College of Music in Boston in the 1960s, where he met up with various people, including particularly the bass player George Mraz and the drummer Peter Donald, and indeed the pianist Jan Hammer, all of whom at one time or another for the rest of his life would be important collaborators. After Boston, he moved to New York, where he met with the pianist Richie Byrach. Now, at that time, uh, he was in Dave Liebman's band, and that gave Abercrombie his first chance to record with Liebman too. Richie Byrach, I think, was a very important influence on John Abercrombie and soon became part of the so-called First Quartet. And here's a sample of their work. Thank you. 
Blue Wolf was the title of that one. Another Abercrombie composition from his first quartet, uh, second album, simply entitled Abercrombie Quartet. Uh, the quartet consisted of Richie Byrock, a great driving solo there, incidentally, and George Mraz on the bass and Peter Donald on drums, his old pals from the Berkeley days. That album was released in 1980 and was an excellent example of what was to become increasingly his hallmark style, interplay, based on what was always his advice to other players, listen. He felt that his ability to listen was probably his greatest strength as a player and this ability was increasingly evidenced in his, uh, in his own work on the ECM label. Now here's, I think, a good example playing with another of his important collaborators, Ralph Towner. Um, Abercrombie on electric guitar and Towner on both classical and 12-string. This one made uh, just a year after the last track we heard, it made in 1981. It's another Abercrombie composition entitled Isla, or should that be Isla? Thank you. 
Isla, or Isla, John Abercrombie and Ralph Towner. You might uh, or now have got the impression that John Abercrombie recorded exclusively for the ECM label, and that wouldn't be quite true. And to prove that, we'll uh, check out now one of those uh, where he strayed away for whatever reason, I don't know. You might also have got the impression that he never recorded anything that wasn't his own composition. He certainly was a very prolific composer. But that wouldn't be true either. He always said that he loved playing what we now call standards. And this is a nice example of that, teamed up with the bassist Eddie Gomez and the drummer Gene Jackson.
Well, it took them a little while to get around to the actual melody, didn't it? But we eventually got there. Embraceable You, George and Ira Gershwin's classic. That's from the so-called New York Sessions, recorded in 2006 and released on the Chesky label two years later. Eddie Gomez and Gene Jackson making up that trio. Maybe um, we could take another standard from the same team and the same session, indeed. Maybe rather less well-known, this one. This is a marvellous tune, though. Moon and Sand, written by Alec Wilder. Thank you. 
Moon and Sand, the late John Abercrombie, with the wonderful bass player Eddie Gomez. You're listening to The Hot Bots Extra, paying homage to the guitarist John Abercrombie, who died of heart failure at the end of August this year. Our idea is to let him speak as a musician, with his music being a lot more important than any words I might have, and I hope we're accomplishing that, perhaps also introducing his wonderful music to some who have never come across him before, or maybe who thought of his music as too remote for them. It was, as you could hear, far from remote. Here's some more of that collaboration we uh, checked out earlier with the violinist Mark Feldman. This one they called The Wishing Bell. Thank you. 
Wishing Bell there. John Abercrombie with Mark Feldman, Mark Johnson and Joey Barron, the so-called Third Quartet. Well, like most of his collaborations, Abercrombie uh, first assembled a chosen group and then immediately took them on tour, uh, culminating in a recording session when the band had settled into a groove and, and the individuals became had become fully adept at listening to one another. Um, We'll finish this short appreciation of his work, and there's so much that I haven't played I'm very conscious of, it's almost a sin, uh, with another short piece from the band we've just heard, uh, and a Bill Evans composition fittingly entitled Epilogue. I hope this uh, little programme has proved a fitting epilogue for John Abercrombie. If you want to learn more, there's a lot on the internet, of course, including some fine tributes from various people and some uh, really nice video clips as well. A full-scale hot box will be along in a few days' time. Incidentally, uh, it'll be a pianistic affair investigating those that we have filed under the letter G. Errol Garner, Red Garland, Larry Goldings, Benny Green, and so on. Lots of great music to look forward to. But now, let's leave the late John Abercrombie with Epilogue. Thank you. 
Thank you.